0: It's time to level up your business with the podcast that teaches you the top strategies, tactics, and growth hacks that every entrepreneur needs to know. Please welcome your host, whose small business blog gets more than 1 million visitors every single month, Brandon Gailey. Hello and welcome aboard. I will be wrapping up Productivity Week with wisdom from Near Ayal. This comes from near's blog, nearandfar.com where he shares some genius insights on how to optimize your breaks during the workday. Until recently, when I needed to take a break, I'd grab my phone. Whether I was bored, mentally fatigued, or just wanting a pick-me-up, I felt relief checking the news, Facebook, or Instagram. However, new research suggests that there are good ways and not-so-good ways to spend our break time. While some breaks can leave us refreshed and energized, others tend to leave us depleted and drained. In their book, The Distracted Mind, Ancient Brains in a High-Tech World, Dr. Gaisley, a neuroscientist, and Dr. Rosen, a psychologist, explained that good breaks can reduce mental fatigue, boost brain function, and keep us on task for longer periods of time. But they also forewarned that taking the wrong sort of breaks might make us more susceptible to boredom and may actually backfire by making us want to take breaks more often. The rapid rewards we get from skimming our news feeds alleviate boredom for a few moments, but they also teach our brains to seek out blips of joy the next time we feel a twinge of fatigue. So by reaching for our phones when we want a break, we may be training ourselves to do it again and again. In order to resist the onset of boredom and self-interruption at work, Gaisley and Rosen suggest we avoid our smartphones and instead take breaks that restore the part of the brain we can use to focus on our goals. Gaisley and Rosen recommend doing five things to take better breaks. The first is to go natural. Research shows that nature exposure is restorative for the mind. One study reported better working memory scores after a walk in a natural environment, but not in an urban environment. So if you work in a city, try to find plants, fresh air, a fish tank, or a fountain. Sit down, take a deep breath, and notice the details of nature around you. Point out as many as possible. A few examples of this are, the left leaf is smaller. There's a bruise on the third petal. It's off-centered in the planter box. I wonder how many bugs are on it. If you're stuck indoors, look at some pictures of nature instead. As research shows, they work too. Or try tuning in to nature videos on your computer for a few minutes, like a tropical beach or a mountain creek. The second piece of advice for taking a better break is to doodle and daydream. Having a moment with nothing to do is rare these days. We dodge even the briefest moments of potential boredom with just a few swipes. However, according to Gaisley and Rosen, avoiding occasional periods of nothing-to-do downtime may have some unintended effects. In their book, The Distracted Mind, they say that this leaves little time for reflection, deep thinking, or even just sitting back and letting our random thoughts drive us places we might not have gone while immersed in directed thinking. When we let our minds wander without focusing on a certain goal, the brain's default mode network takes over. Daydreaming and doodling tap into the default mode network activity. Sit alone. Sit in alarm for 10 minutes. Take a deep breath and just be patient. If you need a little help, try the website Do Nothing for Two Minutes for a quick session. You can also practice mind-wandering in your daily life by keeping your phone in your pocket and letting your mind drift while you wait at a crosswalk, a train station, or in an elevator lobby. The third tip is to exercise your eyes. Our eyes bear the burden of our tech-charged lives. Fortunately, doing 20-20-20 eye breaks is a straightforward way to alleviate eye strain and fatigue. Every 20 minutes, stare at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds. Gazely and Rosin explain the reason why this is beneficial is that it requires blood flow to brain areas that are not related to sustained attention. The shift in blood flow across certain brain regions may be the reason why eye exercises are so restorative. The fourth tip is to laugh. Laughter packs a punch. It increases heart rate, respiration, and it gets our blood pumping as our upper body muscles are recruited into the action. Although evidence of long-term benefits of laughter is debated, short-term effects show some improvements on memory tests. Here's an excerpt from The Distracted Mind on this. Older adults who watched a funny video scored better in a memory test and showed reduced cortisol and increased endorphins and dopamine, which means less stress and more energy and positive feelings. Spontaneous crack-ups and forced giggles from laughter yoga or cheesy jokes by Google Assistant all have the same perks. Listen to a comedy podcast or stream a comedy radio station read the comic section in the newspaper in the break room, or keep a funny book at the office to help you get through the next afternoon slump. The fifth and final tip is to exercise. We all know regular benefits of exercise for the body and the brain. The good news is that even short bursts of exercise are helpful for cognition. Just 10 minutes of physical activity can boost attention and memory performance. Find a secluded space to do a seven-minute workout. Do some push-ups or planks, or just take a brisk walk around the block. A little physical activity is a great way to rev up your brain without breaking a sweat in your work clothes. The bottom line is breaks should make you feel better by providing a renewed sense of focus and concentration. As digital detoxes and tech-free zones rise in popularity, where you're beginning to value the benefits of removing technology every now and then. Taking better breaks can encourage creativity and increase focus. The next time you need to take a break at work, ignore your smartphone and skip the news feeds. Choose an activity that is restorative so you feel refreshed and more prepared to tackle the rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed listening to How to Take a Better Break from Near Eyal. If you like what you heard, then I recommend checking out his best-selling book, Hooked, How to Build Habit-Forming Products, by going to 0to7.org forward slash hooked. That is the number zero, T-O, and the number seven dot org forward slash hooked. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Zero to Seven Figures podcast. Please take a second to press the subscribe button right now to show your support and make sure you never miss an episode.